Hey, everybody. Welcome to tonight's show of the Rained Out Rancast. Uh, it's me, Chris, with my guest host, Shepard Bellis. Tonight, the call What's lines up? are open. Uh, if you want to call in, call 205-843-7437. Uh, we'll take calls probably the second half of the show. Next week, uh, we're going to have Andy Rouse from the Deep Share podcast on to talk box saga and ancient right. etymologies. What's going on, Shep? How was... Uh, your weekend oh i got uh immersed in technical problems and <laughs> again I, yeah i was God trying to get damn. the conspiracy chick show going and then something happened happened i checked into it and um found out what was going on and then something happened this morning again and it was like a total nightmare it took like three hours and but now i'm more familiar with why that happened um inside the network system um so it shouldn't happen again and that's good right so monday all the new scheduling starts monday morning i guess at midnight tonight um, tomorrow morning midnight yeah yeah the, like around midnight tonight or something like that new shows coming uh, to the to atn.live conspiracy chicks you say yeah, their first uh, show will be airing um, starting tomorrow. It'll rebroadcast because their live show um, basically didn't um, air out, but the rebroadcast is rebroadcasting. So don't forget to catch that. And then the schedule's packed out. So if you go to ATM.live and you go to the schedule page and you get in there um, and you just look and check into it you'll see a lot of shows if you click on full schedule monday tuesday wednesday saturday sunday and you'll see the whole lineup sweet sweet and that'll be that'll be good when's uh, the conspiracy chicks uh regular airing when do their when's their show on regularly damn i think you're hitting some technical difficulties now you sound like a uh Robot, it's almost like you have a voice changer on. You there, Shep? Yeah. No. Uh, what what time is uh, Conspiracy Chicks? Uh, what day and what time is their show on? Eight p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Well, uh, I was checking out the news on the old uh, the old. Uh, YouTube's. I seen the sixty minutes tonight. They had a thing on deep fakes, right? And the rise of deep fakes. What did it show? Well, I you know what it showed? It showed. Is, am I saying that right? It showed or shown? Whatever. What it showed on there was Tom Cruise, the Tom Cruise deep fake. Remember when that first came out? And I even yeah. said when that first came out on Clubhouse. If you're listening, you can join the Clubhouse. You can you know you can give us the, you can join the Clubhouse or give us a call. On the call lines, 205-843-7437. But uh, the deep fakes, you know, I had said back when uh, the Tom Cruise thing had first came out was that that was just to show just how good the deep fakery was, right, and how well they were with tracking it. And that's the first thing they talked about on that 60 Minutes was the Tom Cruise deep fake. And they had the guy on there and, He's like, I'm just making videos to show it's really easy. <laughs> He's like, I had to teach my computer how to do it. Bullshit, Snapchat has facial tracking. You don't have to teach any fucking computer to do it. They've already taught the computers to do it. That's crazy. You know, so with 60 Minutes, you know, these articles coming out, be on the lookout for new new and improved deep fakes. More uh, deep fakery with Biden or Camilla DeVille. Uh you know, either or. I mean, the whole Biden, he's a big deep fake himself, right? He's got to, you know, last week we talked about Biden getting COVID. Remember? <laughs> L-COVID. Now, now he's got, uh, well, he's got COVID again. He's got a rebound. He's got a fucking rebound COVID infection. This is new. Remember, like, uh, when... People first, uh, when they were getting the vaccines and then they got sick, they called it a quote-unquote break, 
through infection, right? And what I find funny is I, I watched this show, um, shit, and I'm not going to be able to remember. Was it Dope Sick? I don't think it was Dope Sick. But it was on Hulu with uh, Michael Keaton, and it was about the opioid epidemic and how when Purdue had released uh, their uh, um, Oxycontin, they, yeah. they had said, you know, it'll last, you know, through the night, I think 12 hours or something like that. And then, it, you know, for these people who were using it, it wasn't lasting anymore. So they had to come up with something new and they came up with breakthrough pain, breakthrough pain. So we had the breakthrough infections, right? When it comes to, you know, the vaccines right. at the beginning. And now that they're using this new medication, this Paxlovid, I think that's how, what it's called. Now we have uh, rebound infections. It's all new. It's all new language here. Rebound infections. What I find funny is the White House uh, release about the rebound infection says it's very rare. But in the small team of the White House and um, the health part of the White House, including Dr. Fauci and others, uh, Dr. Fauci also got a rebound infection. He, he's been infected three times, four times vaccinated, three times infected because he got a rebound a rebound disease you know a rebound infection like <laughs> like Dennis Rodman what's that you remember Dennis Rodman used to catch all those uh he would like intercept the ball yeah and get the rebound oh he yeah he'd him. intercept the disease so maybe Fauci and Biden are true heroes and they're just rebounding all that disease taking it in but when you heard Biden's voice after he you know he got his uh, COVID this last time, last week. Uh, his voice sounded exactly like it did uh, when they said he didn't have COVID last year. You know, he, was, he See, had that grovelly voice. He kept coughing and stuff, you know. They just keep getting COVID and COVID and COVID over and over and over. You know, you, you had a 99.9% .9 chance of surviving COVID if you were un, unvaccinated and a 100% chance of surviving any side effects if you were unvaccinated. COVID. It's weird how he looks different every single day too, Biden. Yeah. The earlobe thing just it, you know, I may I crack it every time about the the nut skin, the ball skin, if they they you know, because I had a friend say, Well, he had surgeries. Okay, they must have used the skin from his scrotum on his earlobes because you know, when it's cold, they're nice and tight. When it's warm, right. they're sagging. They're floppy. Perks up. You know, so I mean like Earlobes. He's like the only guy in the world where his earlobes are like balls. Yes. But if I mean, what can like you do? They get like humid, they sag. Yeah. Yeah, when it gets warm out, they're fucking <laughs> dangling. They're dangling earlobes. And then if you notice during the winter, it's when his 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 uh, his earlobes shrink right up, you know. I was yeah, in the yeah. pool. I was in the pool. Remember that Seinfeld episode? Uh, <laughs> speaking of Biden and his scrotum. Um, I seen this, uh, clip from CNN, CNN actually covered Bobby Hunter Biden and his little dilemma, but the whole dilemma they covered was his tax indebtedness to the IRS, right? Uh, he's like a half a million in debt. You know, when you're half a million in debt to the IRS, you've got multiple baby mamas, you're banging your fucking dead brother's wife, your, your dad's the vice president. You got a fucking insane crack problem. I mean, you can uh -huh. totally be trusted, right? You should be able to be trusted to be, you know, the CEO of a fucking company. You have no idea what the fuck you're doing there. Could you imagine being the CEO of a company where you have no idea what you're doing at the company, but then being on crack, right? So you are, you, you, you already have no idea what's going on. And now you've just exasperated it with the cr with crack. Mayor Rob, Rob Ford or whatever the fuck. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, it, the mayor, the DC mayor. No, I think he was a Canadian mayor, wasn't it? And he and he was like the mayor of Toronto or something. Oh yeah, he yeah. He's still the mayor, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy, so. you know. A company you have you you have no fucking clue what's going on, and then you add crack to the mix. And then when you see in uh, these Zelensky photos of Zelensky and his wife posing for Vogue, you know, during this insane war, you know, where all these celebrities are taking tours of, you know, downtown war zone and shit, it got to me to think, like, how much fucking cocaine did Zelensky 
and Bobby Hunter Biden do together? You know, how much, you know, how many, how much partying, you know, there's probably pictures of Zelensky's dick with Hunter's dick. They're probably playing swords at some point. Probably took a video of it. (laughs) You know? Anyways, I'm going to play this clip. This is this is from Aaron Burnett. This is a four minute clip. Probably won't play the whole fucking thing. Maybe we'll probably break it up. I'm gonna probably talk over this. I, I hate this chick, but uh, just this is the most coverage CNN has given to Hunter Biden in two plus years to Bobby Hunter Biden. But listen to how this bitch talks. How she how she talks about this shit tonight. A CNN investigation of Hunter Biden's emails revealing years of high income and even higher debts. More than half a million dollars in unpaid bills. Repeated warnings from banks. The IRS even threatened not to renew Hunter Biden's passport. This as the Justice Department weighs possible charges against the president's son. Drew Griffin is out front. Now listen to Drew. The emails posted by a right-wing operative on the Internet have long been used as a political weapon against President Joe Biden. I'm going to stop it right there. You hear how they... they uh Key it up, basically. Emails released by a right-wing, you know, internet forum or whatever. You know, right away, it's it's right-wing, so it can't be true. It well, can't. and also, yeah, I mean, they're acting like either they're covering their ass or they're acting like it can't be true. Yeah, it can't be true, but here we go. But it's his son, Hunter, who's facing potential federal charges. As CNN first reported, Prosecutors in Delaware are narrowing in on potential tax violations in their investigation of Hunter Biden. These emails, forensically authenticated for CNN. See, CNN, they had to be forensically authenticated. So so the emails that were first released by a crackpot, crazy fucking right-wing website, well, they've been forensically, you know, confirmed. (laughs) Reveal Hunter Biden was repeatedly warned about deep debts and years of back taxes. This, despite having a lavish income that included as much as $50,000 a month for sitting on the board of Burisma, the Ukrainian energy company. A 2019 spreadsheet sent to Biden from his assistant details more than half a million dollars in bills due or past due, including hundreds of thousands in taxes over several years. The emails show he knew he was delinquent. October 2018, his accountant wrote, they are late, noting that Biden had missed an already extended tax. And see, they'll only cover the IRS, the tax Two shit. later, your 2017 <laughs> tax returns are still unfiled, the accountant reminded There was Biden. probably a dick pic attached day, to these emails. We need to get 2017 filed so we can try to work out a payment schedule. The accountant told Biden the IRS was also demanding a payment from 2015. They want $158,000, the accountant wrote. The 2018 federal taxes of $471,000 will be in addition. IRS has notified the State Department, and they will not renew your passport until this is resolved. He was struggling under a massive drug addiction. See, then we go back to him being a victim. That's heartbreaking and painful. In past interviews, both Biden and his ex-wife say Biden's financial issues became worse with the death of his brother and his drug use. I went one time for 13 days without sleeping and smoking crack and drinking vodka exclusively throughout that entire time. The couple divorced (laughs) and Hunter would owe $37,000 a month in spousal support. The spreadsheet shows he fell behind, just part of a lifestyle that was financially out of control. More than 65000 owed on one credit card. He owed a $1,700 payment on a Porsche. His health care bill was back due. And the assistant, who was trying to keep track of it all, said she, too, wasn't being paid. I'm trying to figure out what to do about bills, Biden's then-assistant asked. Pay the health care, pay the Porsche, Biden responded, and told the assistant she should only pay herself half what she was owed. The emails reveal multiple warnings from banks concerning insufficient funds, deep debt, his credit card repeatedly declined. In a statement to CNN, Biden's attorney acknowledged the tax issue, saying he is current on his tax obligations and is committed to remaining so as he continues his recovery from addiction. See, and then they flip it into poor Hunter Biden. 
100% certain. His ta- where do you get the money to fucking fix his taxes, you know? Of any wrongdoing. Even if Hunter Biden I feel is sorry never for him. charged with a crime, that won't matter to <laughs> Republicans, especially those who may chair powerful committees if the Republican Party... Yeah, I play my tiny violin for him. Like Kentucky Congressman James Comer, who promises a Hunter Biden investigation if he heads the House Oversight Committee. Hunter Biden's a shady business character. We fear that he has compromised this White House. That's why we're not going to continue to let up on these investigations, and we're going to hold somebody accountable for this. Joe Biden is not being investigated as part of the federal... And they reiterate that Joe Biden's not being investigated. Like they're investigating Hunter to take the heat off Biden. Yes, because Joe's remember. And then see how she talks and her demeanor. But the big question this is, somberness. You know, Aaron, we know this case. It's just treat him like a victim. Critical juncture for the Justice Department, but we also know through sources that timing like that is an issue. There are actual guidelines to try to avoid bringing politically sensitive cases. Before elections, it's anyone's guess whether he's going to be even charged at all. Aaron? Yeah, and see, Joe Biden, what Joe Biden's involvement is way, when it comes to law, legality and shit, is far exceeds Hunter's because he was the fucking vice president. I mean, we have a literal, uh, I mean, that it's true treason. That's why I think they're using Hunter as a scapegoat, but also kind of making you feel sorry for him. Oh, yeah. And I mean, CNN, like I said, this th- that clip was four minutes long, four and a half minutes long. And you hear at the beginning when they say, first reported by CNN, it's like, what? You didn't report shit, CNN, you fucks. You lying yeah. motherfuckers, man. How the fuck can they get away with this? Right now, Alex Jones is on trial, right? And Alex Jones being on trial puts all of us on trial, right? Because this is literally a trial of journalism is what's going on with the Alex Jones trial, right? And yeah. meanwhile, these fucking mainstream arms get to just blatantly bullshit and lie. Whether whether it's January 6th, Hunter Biden... COVID, monkeypox, Marburg's disease, uh, Vlad, Sandy Hook. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Disclaimer, I'm not saying Sandy Hook didn't happen, but I'm going to tell you something. I came across this documentary tonight, right? It's called 77 Minutes. Sounds familiar, right? The 77 Minutes. We just had a shooting in... Uvalde, Texas, where the police stood outside the classroom for how long? Do you remember the time, Ship? 77 minutes. 77 fucking minutes. So I'm thumbing through looking for something to watch on the the mind-numbing TV, right? And I see the 77 minutes. San Ysidro's McDonald's Massacre. There was a massacre at a McDonald's in California in 1984. That is, when I watched this documentary and you and victims are talking, this happened 30-something years ago. The documentary came out in 2016. And when you hear the victims talk over 30 years later, this is real as fuck, right? When you hear victims talk from these recent shootings, I'm not saying they're not real, but there's a, some sort of disconnect here, right? There's like uh, there's not the emotion and the the the, the just m- life numbing fear is not in these people in these recent events like this one. This one is I'm gonna play a news clip from uh, it was Channel Eight News back then. In I think I'm saying it right, San Ysidro. Like I said, I just seen this tonight, and I, the only reason I looked at it was because of 77 minutes. You know, it's like, wait a minute. And then you find out 77 minutes, a guy got to stand in a McDonald's fully packed with Americans enjoying Big Macs. Back then, Big Macs were delicious, right? I think they actually used maybe kind of real meat back then. But it was the beginning of uh, this quickened um, depopulation, Agenda 2030 shit, right? The introduction of McDonald's and then the mass production of the shit. But anyways... 
There's like 30 plus people inside this fucking McDonald's. And this dude, they 77 minutes he was inside this McDonald's. I'm going to play this clip right now. News 8's Carlos Amezco was among the first reporters on the scene. He's been providing live reports for the past five and one half hours. We go to him now for his report on what happened. Carlos? Marty, as we arrived shortly after the incident began, the scene was one of absolute confusion. Shots were ringing out. The nightmare was unfolding. Make sure you approach from the south, and the CP is at 300 West. The shooting suspect is inside the McDonald's. He is contained, moving around in there, still shots being fired. He entered the facility, heavily armed, immediately started shooting everybody. And uh, uh, the customers uh, that were inside the uh, restaurant uh, had absolutely no chance to escape. Oh, These images are more of war than of a small fast food restaurant in San Ysidro. Yet it was a local man dressed in battle fatigues who declared, I have killed a thousand, I'm going to kill a thousand more. 41-year-old James Huberty reportedly walked into the restaurant carrying a semi-automatic rifle and two other weapons, enough ammunition to last two hours. Witnesses inside said he fired wildly into the unsuspecting crowd gathered for a quick evening meal. He fired through windows, hitting people in the street. He fired at men, women, children, and babies. One officer said it looked like a mass execution. Police hearing the calls coming across the radio were confused, not sure how to approach such a dangerous situation. It was all happening so fast. The SWAT team was called in to try and surround the building. Meanwhile, people who escaped, their bodies soaked with blood, were being taken care of by frantic emergency medical crews. The death toll started at 6, then 10, 20, and climbing. By 4.15, a virtual army of police and rescue personnel had crowded the main street through this border town. Suddenly, a shot was fired. Police radio screamed, he's down, he's down, the suspect's down. James Huberty had fallen to a SWAT sharpshooter's bullet. One single bullet killed the man who had apparently systematically fired, loaded, and reloaded his weapon to kill all those people. It all happened in about an hour. No one can explain why. Why anyone would take so many innocent lives. James Huberty didn't kill his thousand. He killed enough to shake a whole country and make this small town wonder if its streets will ever be the same. When they talk about, um, you know, these mass shootings, this is never mentioned. This is one of the most horrific fucking things I've ever, like, read about. Or, like I said, when you watch the... What's that? What, what drove him to do it? What, like, what was... Well, the thing they, is, is, like, uh, he kept having mental problems. Told his wife he thought he was going crazy. Uh, I guess the day before this, he called a bunch of psych wards trying to get in. But... Uh, there was one or two that said they would call him back within the hour, but according to these hospitals, with his calm demeanor and not sounding like he was in distress or anything like that, they put him in a, like a 48-hour callback thing. So like the next day, they like went to the zoo. His family went to the zoo. Uh, they stopped at Mc that McDonald's, I believe, and ate, and then um, went home and... Uh, he got loaded up and said, uh, I'm leaving. I'm going to go hunting humans, honey. <laughs> and she, I guess he always went out and target practice. So they just thought, you know, the family, because when he was leaving, the daughter seen him leaving, made eye contact with him, you know, and never really said it. Or she said, see you later. And he said, I'm not coming back. <laughs> the McDonald's was only 200 yards from his house. So he had an Uzi, a shotgun, and a 9 millimeter pistol. <laughs> and he went in, and he just started. There was nothing said. He just started shooting everybody. He was shooting kids, infants. An 8-month-old. He fucking shot. You know, I wonder if that was like some kind of MK Ultra shit, or they harped him up or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been. You know, if we went through the victims, maybe we'd find like a victim, you know, was designing like a car that ran off of water or something, you know, I don't know. But to me, looking at it, I mean, it's definitely a real event, right? Whether it was an MK ultra trigger or not. When you watch this documentary, just the 
terror these people are still living in is uh it's real like i said with when you see these like <clears throat> sandy hook and these shootings now and Lean, laughing. Yeah, around. yeah. I mean, even people that were involved, they're like, you know, I seen the shooter. You know, he was shooting. He was right there. I mean, you were that close, you know, and you've seen bodies. You've seen this trauma. But then again, we're a generation that has grown up on violence, you know, and right. murder, the guns. I mean, Bill Maher made a good point a couple of weeks ago. I was listening to him on, I don't know who's fucking, I think Mike Tyson's podcast. And I cannot believe Mike Tyson did not just knock the fuck out of Bill Maher. He's an asshole. But he did make a good point about Hollywood, you know, and Hollywood, you know, saying, you know, being a, for, you know, taking, ending the Second Amendment and taking guns away. When Hollywood makes so much money off of guns and the violence, you know, they can't even smoke cigarettes. You know, they're limited to how many cigarettes they can smoke and how many fucks they can say in a movie. But guns, they can just shoot the fuck out of everybody. Right. Like uh, Netflix's new Gray Man that just came out. That uh, yeah, that's the new John Wick. They just made that guy another John Wick. John Wick, uh, that new. There's a new John Wick coming out, and that's it for that franchise. So now Gray Man Part Two will pick it up. <laughs> but Should just I the violence, you know. That? It's and seeing you know 77 minutes. They couldn't do shit. The cops couldn't do anything. One dude, 23 year old cop from across the street, fucking pow, shot him right in the chest. One shot severed his aortic artery underneath his heart severed his spine killed him and what's crazy is they handcuffed him you know it wasn't like that dude was like rolling around when the cops finally got it to the door you know yeah he dropped he was dead there was no they rolled him over lifeless and handcuffed him i guess you got to follow protocols you know you got to follow those protocols but like i mean he was shooting people outside you know, they were walk. They didn't know what was going on. Nobody knew what was going on. They didn't have social media or anything like that. So as soon as p- people were walking up to McDonald's to, you know, get a tasty, uh, you know, w- apple pie, some were three kids were going there to get Sundays, right? And someone yells from across the street, caught their attention. Dude walks out the door and shoots these fucking three kids. And the way the one kid that survived explains, you know. What happened and tells it's it's totally real. I mean, it's real. They really shot, you know, it's not one of these. Yeah, it's not anything like it. I mean, it's it's one of the most horrific things I've come across in the United States. You know, I mean, when you look at the school, like the school shooting stuff, it's. I mean, there's all the um, crime scene footage and video and pictures and everything are in that documentary, uncensored. It, it, is, it is horrific. Again, call lines are open at 205-843-7437. Um, but, yeah, with the school shootings and, and all that, I, I just I just found that interesting. It popped up on my... Uh, yeah, dude, that's I never even heard of that. Pretty sure it's Amazon Prime. Now, this director, he also did... i seen he did one on Sandy Hook, so I'm going to watch that one next because it's not... Like the best done documentary, you know? I mean, but it's a documentary nonetheless. I mean, he he went and interviewed these people. So, like I'm saying, like, this was at the time, what, uh, 32 years ago? You know, in 2016. You know, it's been 38 years now, but 2016, they, and the people are still fucked up from this. Completely just, you know, like I said, people were walking up to the door. He was just shooting them, shooting people in the parking lot, shooting people. I mean, there was bodies piled up. And then he would just stand in there, and he had a little radio with him, you know, and, like, one of the victims said, she goes, uh, you know, I thought he was going to try to find, you know, people talking, you know, like a report about the what was happening. No, he kept playing music and dancing to it and just shooting randomly. Damn, that would be kind of traumatizing. I mean, that would be traumatizing for sure. I can't like, believe there isn't a movie. You know, it yeah, kind of right. sounds like, uh, uh, what was that movie with Michael Douglas? No, I can't. Falling Down. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. There's a little bit of that mixed into Falling Down. 
you know, the scene where he goes into McDonald's and he shoots up McDonald's and he wants his fucking sausage biscuit, but it's 1031 and we all know McDonald's stops at 1030. You know the fucking <laughs> rules, you know? They don't break the rules for anybody. Not even, you know, Michael Douglas with the fucking Uzi. Because in that scene, he's got a fucking long barrel Uzi, and that's what this guy used at McDonald's. Oh, that's a trip. I bet it was based on that or something. Yeah, but that, on the I Wikipedia, you think on, like, the Wikipedia, it would say, like, you know, something in Falling Down was kind you know. No, there was a film called Bloody Wednesday, I guess, that was loosely inspired by this. Um, but, yeah. It's it's fucking it's crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised I never heard of that. I mean, that's um, a new one for me. Yep. You see, uh, these all these heart attacks and stuff happening recently. I seen this article about this uh, 22 year old. Check this out. The headline: This is the mirror. The headline, university student dies of joy after hearing he'd passed his exam with flying colors. So now, yeah, we're dying. Now, the increase in heart attacks and stroke and, you know, just heart defects and issues in young people is naps, weed, and joy. And they're, and they're putting it in the news cycle that, so like when you go to search it, like why did a young person die? They're like, oh, well, it was too much excitement. You know, it wasn't the vaccine. Yes, it was the joy. It was the joy. They came out with that. Uh, and then the headlines too. You know, they just run the headlines because nobody reads the fucking articles. But the headline, <laughs> the headline of naps, you know, may cause heart attacks or be um, an indicator of heart attacks. You know, the way they worded it was basically naps kill you now. Naps, you know, after thousands of years of naps, finally they're causing heart attacks. But what it is is if you tend to nap quite often, you may need to get it. If you're frequently fatigued, could be a sign you have heart problems, which would be a better headline but nobody's going to click on it. nobody gives a shit nobody's going to share that uh, headline nobody's going to click yeah. on that you know nobody's going to try to save a life you know and i seen last year <clears throat> i think it was january of t- 2021 when the drummer of slipknot you've heard that band slipknot uh Fuck yeah the drummer joey jordanson well the ex drummer they kicked him out the drummer joey jordanson passed away in his sleep now he had had a muscle and nerve issue and that's why you know slipknot was like get the fuck out of here dude we don't need you anymore because his legs didn't work for a while but he battled through it and recovered from it and it had nothing to do with like uh, an immune system issue or anything like that it was more of a nerve issue might have been an inflammation maybe it was but uh it's been well over a year year and a half oh year fuck almost a year and eight months, seven months, still no clarification on what killed him. And oh, he was, a, wow. he, he was a touring that artist, happened, you know, so. That happened to a lot of soccer players and, and uh, sports professionals too. Yeah. And then you also have, um, Taylor Hawkins, you know, from the Foo Fighters. There's still no, um, there's still no, confirmation on what exactly killed him and i just find these it's it's just interesting you know yeah it's so weird that all these bands end up with dead members and you would just wonder like what's going on yeah but usually you know two three months down the road they say oh so and so was full of drugs he, he od'd so and so you know but there's never been an official confirmation like on Taylor Hawkins. We heard his, his heart collapsed, right? But there's been no uh, official confirmation on exactly what happened to him. And that happened. <clears throat> when did that happen? Shit. Was it March? Might have been further back than that. 
Yeah, and there, yeah, there's another right. one here. But, you know, they they know that these uh, vaccines are doing this shit. Yeah, I mean, here's another E! News. College basketball star Derek Gray dead at 20. Dropped dead playing basketball. Just two days ago. 20 years old. He might have been just full of joy because he was... He was playing, you know, because playing the game, he died unexpectedly while playing the game he loved. And when you're doing something you love, it brings you joy and joy could kill you. What we want is less joy. Maybe he played video games his whole life and never walked or exercised once. And then he decided to go play real basketball. Became a college prospect or I mean, a NBA prospect immediately. Oh, okay. I see. And then he, he instantly, the NBA, you know, was about to draft him in, you know, university because he was the University of Wisconsin, <laughs> you know. So that excitement, that joy, dead, dead. There's an article I found from Reason.com in 2006. The headline: "To save the planet, kill 90 percent of people off." Says <laughs> says wrong. Says University of Texas ecologist. At first, I thought someone was making a really stupid April Fool's joke, but apparently it is true. I think that dude should go first. Yes. Should there be an age limit? You know, 55, no longer can be alive. <laughs> we still got open lines, 205-843-7437 if you want to call in. If you're in the clubhouse um, and you want to come up, just raise your hand. I'll bring you up. A rant cast goes live every single Sunday on ATN.live. Uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. That's right. That's right. We also Conspiracy Chicks on Saturday, um, 8 p.m. Saturday. And then um, my show, weekdays, 7 p.m. Be sweet. Uh, what else was we going some- on in the news? <laughs> we got a, uh, Did I talk about... Want- yeah, I talked about Alex Jones, right? Alex Jones... Uh, Again, if you're in the clubhouse, you want to come up, just raise your hand and bring you up the Alex Jones uh, shit going on. I talked about that. Um, Bethany is calling in. Oh, Bethany. I'm going to pull her on. What's up, Bethany? What's going on? Hey, can you guys hear me? Loud yeah, what's up to you? I feel weird talking into my phone and not into my mic with my earphones on. <laughs> You guys are doing a great show tonight. I'm, I, I think I'm listening, and you guys were cracking me up in the beginning, talking about <laughs> Biden having dick pics with Zelensky. Who was the other? Yes. They're <laughs> fucking. They got pictures and videos of them playing swords. Sword fight. <laughs> I said. I Crossing said under the screens. comments, friend zone fencing. What was that? You guys. I said, I said under the comments, that's known as friend, frenulum fencing. Mm, that's right. That's crazy. Frenulum, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like grilled cheese chef. No, but you guys, hey, listen, I'm really interested. Where did you see that um, documentary on the 77 minute? Amazon Prime. I... It's Prime? on. Okay. Yep, it's on Amazon Prime. Shout out Amazon Prime. Ooh. I, I don't I don't know where wow. else to find it. I just uh, I looked on YouTube. It's not on YouTube. It is on Prime. And it's free with ads, which is great. I love ads during this horrible, horrible documentary. I mean, the documentary is not horrible. Just the subject is fucking horrible. Yeah. How many did you say? How many people um, were killed? How many people Total? were killed? Uh, twenty. Yeah. It was twenty-two. It was some Masonic number. That's for sure. Uh. 21 people fatally shot 20, but he shot 40 something people altogether. 21 were pretty much shot dead right there. One person made it to the hospital and died the next day. Other than that, everybody, I mean, yeah, I mean, them people died right there, right on the spot. Like I said, in that uh, documentary, there's three kids who were riding up on their bicycles. They were going to get Sundays because they just came from the donut shop. And someone yelled oh, from across the street, yeah. caught their attention. When they looked over, he was already stepping out of the uh, McDonald out of the door and just lit him up because he had a fucking Uzi. Wow! So he lit him up, yeah, and it then like you were... 
the de- that kid describing you know his friend dying. I mean, this shit is it's it's very graphic. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like it it really affected you. And you know, I, you people would say, well, how come it's different today? I mean, I wonder if. Well, first of all, why why I don't remember that. But when did you say that happened in 1984? 84. San Ysidro. Okay. I think that's how you say that. Yep. Well, I had never heard of that. A San Diego but, uh, neighborhood. You know, kind of, well, the narrative was ruined with the guy at the end, you know, do, doing that kill shot, doing a clean kill shot, did you say? Yeah, but I mean, he had already pretty much shot every single person inside that McDonald's. That is the wild thing. Like, there's literally just two ways out of McDonald's. You know, and he walked through the most convenient way out of McDonald's and shot every, pretty much every single human being except for like six people. Oh, oh my gosh. The six people, that's, six that's of them the hid only. in, uh, they got to the basement into some sort of uh, storage closet in the basement. And then one of them, yeah. one of them, he, he shot, the first kid he shot. And, you know, this was back in the 80s, so all the workers were basically kids. The the um, manager who was shot to death, she was uh, she just got back from her honeymoon. She was 21 or 20, but the first kid he shot was like 16. He grew up and became a cop. Interesting. I wonder uh, how long did it take him to serve burgers again? Oh, that is very interesting because... Within two, uh, I want to say months. Now I need to look at it. I believe it's two days. Within two days, they had um, had remodeled. It, it was two months. Within two months, they had remodeled the McDonald's and had it ready to serve burgers again. But then the people in the fucking neighborhood were like, hold the fuck up, McDonald's. Are you out of your fucking mind? You know? That's crazy. I'm saying two months, wow. but honestly, I need to look at this because I think, dude, I, I think it was to... fucking two days. I think within two days, they were ready. They were dropping on the floor and getting like human blood and hair on them and shit and like just putting them on the buns because they probably didn't even clean it like that good before they fucking opened it again. Yeah, right here. Listen, within two days, within two days of the San Ysidro McDonald's massacre, the restaurant had been refurbished and renovated. Within two days. Oh, I guarantee you get all sorts of like brain matter in your dude. There was when you watch this documentary on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime has documentaries on there that. I can't believe we're on there like uh, Human Harvest about the Falun Gong, you know, and what China's doing to them. But then shit like this. And the pictures are uncensored. They're, they're, there's, I mean, it shows a baby in between its parents, all three shot dead. And they had, they make, they fucking, someone had to go in there with a squeegee. All the windows were shot out. There were bullet holes in all everything. And within two days, this is a 1984. That within two days, it was refurbished and ready to rock, ready to get those golden fries. That doesn't even seem possible. I mean, Chef, you, you did a lesson. This is Wikipedia. I'm reading this off of Bethany. You, you can't argue with Wikipedia. It's yeah. 99.9% right, unless... <laughs> You're going against the left, then it's wrong. And in this, this is a very neutral story. Two days, the McDonald's was ready to I, rock. I know, but like, how? That 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 really makes like, who would go and eat a burger? Like, well, that's what I'm that's saying. The so the community wrong. was like, "Yo, McDonald's, hold the fuck up! You ain't opening your stupid fucking McDonald's back up to serve burgers on a fucking grill that probably has my friend's brains on it still." Because who the fuck, you can't even clean a fucking McDonald's now in two fucking days, let alone scoop up all the, I mean, just the crime scene part of it, 
should have taken like two fucking days. They literally went in with rakes and a fucking like a like a, a you know like a fucking skid loader bucket and just scooped bodies up and just fucking chucked them in a thing. Dude, there was so many people dead that the funeral homes had to do back to back to back to back funerals to be able to get these people in the ground fast enough. Most untimely well, manner. Gotta be body. family members. Can't get up That's crazy. Family members, what? There's gotta be family members of some of these victims that were, you know, affected and were killed. I mean, there's fucking victims. There's victims that were inside that McDonald's. In this documentary, that's what I'm saying. The victims that are talking, and the absolute like fucking. You can tell it's real, and that's what I'm saying. When you compare, when you watch something like this and compare it to the last, like, uh, I don't know, the last 10 school shootings, 10 mass shootings, when you look at the witnesses of these shootings that time and time again look like they are set up, look like they're an MK Ultra type shit, look like they're made for TV, and then you look at this thing, and these people are talking 32 years later, and they can't get through describing what happened. Sounds like a dogman encounter. Which on Prime there is a documentary called Werewolves. Oh no shit! <laughs> what was it? Say? It's, it's about werewolves. People thinking werewolves. It's more about dogmen, but it's called werewolves. Yeah. But the yeah this 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 shooting is is pretty crazy. It's 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 um like I said, check out that documentary. I should mirror it and put it on my YouTube instead yeah, of sending everybody to like Amazon. You but... gotta be in a good frame of mind though to watch it. It sounds like it was really like it really will affect your psyche to watch something like that. Because sometimes that yes, this one will really affect really you big time because of everything. the images. The images yeah. are holy shit, horrific. <clears throat> I mean, kids. You know, I mean, kids. This fucking dude shot kids point blank. Point and, blank. And there was no really, I mean, it sounds like the police might have been MK Ultra because it sounds like he had a normal day with his family. Like you said, they went to the zoo. And did you say they even ate at the McDonald's? Yeah. Like, and then that, and then he just went on his merry way. And like, that is crazy. That, that, yeah. but like you said, the sad thing is he tried to reach out for help. I mean, it sounds like he knew he was like cracking and losing it. And that's, that's, that makes it even more horrifying that, you know, somebody was reaching out for help or knew that maybe they were a danger to themselves or someone else, and they just couldn't get the help. Yeah, it's see. terrible. It sounds like it's terrible. Prior to the incident on July 15th, 1984, James Hubert, Huberty uh, commented to his wife, Etna, that he suspected he had a mental health problem. Two days later on the morning of July 17th, he called the San Diego Mental Health Clinic requesting an appointment, leaving his contact de- details with the receptionist. Huberty was assured the clinic would return his call within hours, but and he sat there waiting, you know, because he has a mental disease, and they never um, called him back. He took off on his motorcycle for a while, comes back. Uh, I guess the receptionist had re- misspelled his name, and uh, they said his polite de- demeanor conveyed no sense of urgency, so they put him in the 48-hour thing. Uh yeah, when he returned home after being on his motorcycle, uh, Hubert and his wife and their two daughters went out and cycled at the nearby park, right? Then they watched TV together uh, for the rest of the night. Then on the 18th, um, the following morning on July 18th, Hubert, his wife and children visited the, the zoo. Uh, in the course of their walk through the zoo, Hubert told his wife of his belief that his life was effectively over referring to the mental health clinic's failure to return his phone call the previous day. He said, well, society had their chance. After eating lunch at a McDonald's restaurant, which had to have been that McDonald's because it was only 200 fucking yards away from him, uh, the Huberty family returned home. Shortly thereafter, Huberty walked into his bedroom wearing a maroon T-shirt and some green camouflage. (laughs) His wife was in the bed relaxing, and... uh, he told her, uh, I want to kiss you goodbye. She kissed her husband, then asked him where he was going. Uh, he stated 
uh, told her he's going hunting, hunting for humans. <laughs> and off he went. Off he went, man. It, he drove down there, too. It was literally like 200 yards. It's a fucking crazy thing. And then yeah, the police were sent really to the wrong crazy. McDonald's because there was a McDonald's on the west side of that street and the McDonald's on the east side of that street. Oh, really? So they showed up at like Our the east ends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were late getting there. It's just very interesting. The 77, uh, Uvalde, you know, with the 77 minutes and the police failure, you know? There wasn't really a police failure here, though. I mean... What could they really do at that point? I mean, he, they didn't know if he had hostages in there, if not, if he had shot everybody dead or, you know, and then that kid got the clear and fucking one shot done. It's just a wild thing I came across tonight. I really didn't expect to talk too much about it. Uh, I didn't expect to talk about it at all, but I literally seen this um, an hour and a half before I got on or came on to do the all show. Right. No, that's interesting, man. Like, I I would want to check out that documentary. Yeah, I mean, check out that documentary for the listeners. Check it out. I mean, if you got Amazon Prime, if you don't, borrow someone's password. Because I, I don't see it on um, YouTube anywhere. Um, I see a lot of, you know, the clips and the trailers and stuff. I don't know if the trailer has much talking on it. It, I don't think it does. It's more words, but <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, you you put in seventy seven minute trailer, seventy seven minutes trailer on YouTube. Scroll down and you get the portion of the seventy seven minute hallway video from Uvalde. It's just crazy mm-hmm. that when you get those numbers, it's crazy. Yeah. Yes, this could have been an MK Ultra trigger. Um, maybe a test, a beta test. What's that's that? weird. And then, huh? Yeah. The maroon shirt with the camouflage. Yep. Oh, we got a uh, Adam coming up on the clubhouse stage. Great, my know. thing probably won't uh, let anybody up. This happens to me every fucking time that we do this clubhouse, and I didn't have what anybody it, up here. Damn. No, it like uh, I try to bring people up on stage and then it fucking won't let me. Well, I'll hop off the call line in case somebody else wants to call in. Yeah, yeah that works. We got no, the no, last no. Uh, five minutes or so. Two zero five eight four three seven four three seven. Clubhouse is being a dick. All right, somebody call in. Join the discussion. Catch you later, guys. Great stuff. Later. Thanks for calling. But yeah, I mean, uh, in the age of uh, deep fakes, the Uvalde thing, I believe the video that they are showing, this is my opinion, I believe the video they're showing us is from the training cl- the training months prior. That's why there's no sense of urgency. That's why they're, they're using uh, sanitizer. That's why they're on their fucking phones. Because there's no fucking way you could have that many human beings with guns, with vests, with riot shields standing in a hallway listening to children scream and being shot one by one and no not just, one fucking person do something but yet a guy sitting in a in a barber's chair grabs a shotgun and runs in which where's that video i want to see the video of the of the off duty police officer running in saving kids i want to see the video of the the mother running in and saving her children what about the stand down guy the police chief? Yeah. We got Adam Ross calling in. What's up, Adam? What's up, man? Man, not a whole lot. How you doing? Good. How you been? Man, I've been good. Good. Just, uh, are we on? Yep. Yeah. You are live. Oh, what's up, Rand? On uh, the Rained Out Randcast okay, here on ATN.Live. It. it was two, two things I noticed. Um, I remember the uh, McDonald's happening. As a child, of course, I was five, maybe five years old, but it was traumatizing. Our parents always watched the news and such. Mm -hmm. But um, did you notice in that 77-minute video the man that tried to get through the officer and they pulled him back? On the Uvalde? 
I didn't see this. Oh, yeah. Rand. Yes. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was the husband of the teacher. Yep. But and then she and, was in there at the time. Did she pass away? Yes. But the thing is, okay, when they say it was the husband of the teacher in the seventy-seven minute video, the guy that's looking at his cell phone with the Punisher uh, logo, his wife is the teacher in there. It's very confusing. You. Yeah, they made it out to be the guy that they held back. Yes, and then, uh, you know, you had the mother. Wow. She ran in. She saved uh, her two kids, which, where are these videos? I want to see the videos of the heroes. They don't have those. I, I doubt they have those videos. This That's why I believe this video, the 77-minute video, is of the, the um, training that they did two weeks prior. Or two months prior, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I believe it. Uh... Because how I, you can't, but, uh, there's no possible fucking way. I mean, you had parents ready to go in there and face a gunman with their bare hands. And you have guys with guns and shields. You know, it, I, I'm not buying the, that. So it's in my opinion that Uvalde is a hoax. And you, need to look up, you need to look up the definition of hoax before you cancel me. Because hoax and or fake is two different things. Event 201, you know, the Bill Gates... Uh, oh yeah, he went to a one. What about it? Well, it's similar, you know, in a way. I mean, they just keep mocking these uh, drills up, and then they run with it. Yeah. Well, oh, that's another thing. I let me see if I got time. I got to find the, the the what I had there. Um. Had a screenshot of it because there was a school that um had shown on Facebook through their local news that they were doing a um, thanks for the call live shooter yeah thanks for the call Adam. the a live uh, shooter exercise that they were doing like this week so when they're doing something like that well you better look at that school right yeah because they advertise those every now and then and they're looking for like role players and whatnot yeah it's their fucking MO it's literally like their MO you remember that weird, like, arcade restaurant shooting in Florida? That was kind of weird. It was like a video game tournament. It was like a kind e of, but it was probably one of those that was in and out of the news very rapidly. It seemed like MK Ultra or something. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, man, I was trying to find the uh, screenshot that article. Because that one, that one's weird. That uh, they're posting these local police departments. Oh, here it is. Actor shooter training takes over Sycamore School's uh, Maple Dell Elementary campus. So, I mean, when you get shit like this, it's this is outside of Cincinnati, it's and like we're about to go work. into the school year. So, just uh, be on the lookout for, you know. Sycamore Schools, Maple Dell Elementary Campus. Just be on the lookout for that one. Because that's probably going to be who fucking knows, you know? All I know is 77 minutes on Amazon Prime. It seems, uh, watch it, uh, but be careful because the, the, it's very graphic. It's very graphic. Yeah, I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah, and the, the like I said, the, the Uvalde thing, to me, in my opinion, it was a hoax. Uvalde. <laughs> but anyways, next week, um, like I said, on Rancast, on the live, on ATN.live, we're going to have Andy Rouse of Deep Share podcast on to talk about the box saga. The Icelandic Icelandic uh history I best I, I guess etymology. It's very interesting. It predates a lot of things. Has to do with our language and all. Uh so that'll be next week. Tune in uh, every Sunday night at eight Eastern seven PM Central on ATN.live. You can join the clubhouse. If you get on the clubhouse, search uh, Rancast on clubhouse. Follow me. You get updates on, uh, you join the Black Belts of Conspiracy Club there. 
and uh, join the conversation. Till next week, peace.